Hello, it is Monday, March 30th, and I have a new chapter. This is Chapter 5, Rona and Relationships, written March 23rd, 2020. The last story I just wrote was Booty. I'm trying to write because that is what everything is pointing to right now. But even when I remove the pressure of writing something grand, something life-changing, or something publishable, I just feel sort of blah. Not so much in life. In fact, I've actually been feeling a lot better lately. Maybe it has to do with me taking a break from the news, or that it's the weekend, or that the guy I'm dating and I just had our first relationship-esque talk. I don't really know what to call it. I was feeling a certain way due to everything going on with COVID-19, and he was feeling a different way. This is normal. Neither of us were wrong, but I wanted to talk through it like adults, or at least how I always imagined adults who cared about one another would do. I wanted him to know that I was struggling with all things Rona, and even though we're newly dating, this sucks. So let's back up. This guy is great, and when we're together, so is everything else. Sometimes it feels like we're in our own bubble, and life is how it should be. But with Rona on the rise, it has put some tension on this bubble. So much tension that we are now in two separate bubbles within this huge bubble of the world. I mean, we are always in this huge bubble of the world, but When you find someone who you can spend hours and even days with doing all sorts of things and nothing at all, the world seems a little less daunting. Time seems to slow down, and being present in the very moment seems like the only way to live life. The tension that this virus puts on the world takes us out of the present, and it has us worry about the future, putting pressure on the here and now, because what we do now will have an effect on the world and all of our futures. The thing about this, though, is that's always the case. Everything we do, every choice we make, has an impact on us, others, and the rest of the world. It might not seem this way. Maybe when you're deciding if you should go on that hinge date with that guy who you see potential in, you debate it, and you think, why not? I have nothing better to do. You go on the date. It's good. It's better than you thought, but it's missing something. You date for a couple of months, but it stays pretty mellow, gaining zero depth. You look in the mirror one day, and you think, what am I doing? I am deep. This is what I do, and I'm not getting that out of this relationship. You bring it up. It stays shallow, so it ends. But I digress. It might not seem this way when you're making choices that you think really only affect you. But every choice you make, everything you do, matters. Rona came here with an attitude, and she isn't leaving until we learn a little something. This is definitely a huge wake-up call for the world, America. And it's also a lot for a just-budding relationship. I I had been feeling sad and angry, frustrated and alone. I have good days and I have bad days. But for a while, they had just been bad. And that was amplified because I wasn't clearly sharing this with Let's call the guy I'm dating the honey. So yeah. 
I'm feeling worse now because I don't know if the honey understands that I'm struggling with my feelings. So I decide to share this with him. And oh my gosh, it was hard. Like really hard. There was this little voice in the back of my mind saying, this is it. You either work through this or pop. You burst the bubble and things end. Goodbye morning meditations together and sunset ocean swims. No more cooking and sharing meals or creative brainstorms. Say adios to Sunday show and tell, Star Wars and cuddles, to falling asleep and waking up to your beautiful soul. You either work through this or it all ends. Talk about pressure. Like, who is this little voice in my head? That little voice is fear. And she comes by anytime I have a new idea. Luckily, I've been working with her for a while now, and I know she's all talk. I know that when she talks to me, usually telling me not to do something, she's trying to keep me safe, but only based off of what she knows. She could care less about exploring, learning, expanding, and adventure. She'd much rather keep things the same. And she is really what could stop me from living a creative life. But there is no way in hell I'm going to let that happen. Because of her, I know I need to talk to the honey. I like this guy. I like how things are. Now I have to make a choice to bring up some more relationshipy seriousness stuff. Because that's how I roll. <laughs> Not all serious, but I care. I communicate, I'm honest, and I'm open. I don't want to casually date because I'm bored or lonely. I don't want to waste anyone's time, including my own. But this doesn't mean I'm like looking to lock it down, put a ring on it, and call it quits. I'm not even looking. I'm just being. And if I come across someone who can just be with me, I think that's pretty cool. Isn't that what a relationship is? <laughs> To me, ultimately, a relationship is that, but it's a choice you make and continue to make every day until it ends or it doesn't. That's really where the work comes in. A relationship is a creative collaboration where both people put in all of them, not just the good, happy, and carefree. They also put in their fears, the parts of themselves that have not yet been healed, their shadows, honest thoughts, and emotions. When in a relationship, it is our job to respect our partner for all of who they are and what makes them them. In my case, it was important to me that my emotions were validated, even if he couldn't relate or understand. And if he didn't understand, it is important to me that he wants to understand so he can have compassion for me. It's important to recognize that we are different, but beyond recognizing this, we should respect these differences knowing that they add to our lives and the dynamic qualities of our relationships. This is why we are in relationships in the first place. Because being with this person adds goodness into your life. They complement who you are and what you are here to do. When times get hard, it's knowing that you have someone in your corner that cares for you. All of you. Not just when you're happy, fun, and playful, that's not really caring for someone. When you support someone when they actually need it, that is how you care. It's healing when someone, it's healing with someone when it's hard. It's a warm embrace when your partner feels broken. 
It's listening to understand, not to respond. It's validating regardless of relatability. It's putting your heart where theirs is to get a better sense of understanding. It's choosing to love even when things aren't pretty. Whoa, I just said love while talking about a new relationship. That might seem taboo, but I think not. In fact, I think we put too much pressure on love. I think there are many different forms of love, and the love that I'm referring to is more general than romantic love. But it is so fucking powerful. The love I'm talking about is unconditional love. I think every relationship should start with this. If you come into a relationship with conditions and expectations, then you are limiting the space that your partner can fit in. If you ditch your must-have checklist, your conditions and expectations, there is endless space for your partner, endless space for the two of you to co-create something truly beautiful, a relationship worth being in. Don't get me wrong. Values, boundaries are important. They are super important. But so is creating the space to explore these values with another being. So, after my fear was all, all right, babes, it's sink or swim, I had to remind myself, I come to the table with unconditional love. For the honey and myself, this creates a whole lot of space. This space allows for us to express ourselves living, being, and feeling from a place of courage. I say courage because it is still hard. Dating today is hard. Dating is always hard, and being vulnerable is scary, and with so much uncertainty on the line, it feels risky. But because of the space I chose to create, I know it will all be okay. Love finds you when you love yourself. So no matter what happens, I know I will swim. And luckily, I gained the courage to talk to the honey, and he chose to swim with me too. I'm sure a lot of relationships are being impacted by what's going on in the world right now. Relationships in all stages. Whether you just moved in together, you've been together for five plus years, you've been dating for several months, or have only gone on three dates before you had to self-quarantine. Maybe you recently matched on Bumble, planned a date for a week out, realized the severity of Rona and her wrath, and thought, uh, better not. But damn, this person is so cool. How do you keep the flame alive? All relationships are being tested right now. It may seem premature or downright unfair, but it's happening and we have choices to make. They might be hard, they might be scary, but my hope for you is that you choose to honor unconditional love. Love and light, Sarah. Wow. Well, that's my heart on a platter for you. <laughs> it's uh, it's really funny. This story started out as a mere journal entry for myself, like 99% of my soul stories do. It's really when I put the pressure on myself that I flop. It's almost as if I'm trying to be something when it's so much easier to just be myself. That is the whole point of soul stories, of these little bits of info and 
stories that I share. I enjoy being me and reading these to you. So from here on out, I plan on every Monday sharing a new soul story. Thanks for listening to Chapter 5, Rona and Relationships. I can't wait for story time next week.